Hi, I'm Dr. Ray Calabrese. Welcome to my podcast, Journey from Grief to Healing. Grieving is difficult. I know. I lost my best friend and wife after a long marriage. In this series of podcasts, you'll discover what you are experiencing physically and emotionally is normal. Healing is possible. Remember, love always wins. Life will get better. Episode 35, Grieving and Suffering make us answer very deep questions. Is there a loving God? Why do people die who are young? Why do tragedies happen? Why are some prayers not answered? Why do we have to suffer? These are all questions that ran through my mind during my grieving process. And for me, the questions still remain unanswered. Some have said it's living the mystery. Others have said it's becoming comfortable with the unknown. Everyone will experience it. No one is immune from experiencing it. I no longer question the unfairness of babe's death. I watch the news and it is filled with tragedies. I see mothers and fathers who wake each morning expecting to have a great day with their family. By evening, their lives are shattered by a drunk driver. I see young people enjoying life until a terrorist creates a nightmare. I see families killed and it's called collateral action. I don't understand. I quit trying to understand. I can find no answers to my why questions. Babe's death shook my faith. Her death forced me to choose between becoming a bitter, despairing cynic, an atheist, or an agnostic, or daring to trust in a loving God. There was not an in-between for me. In my lowest moment, it was as if I was pushed by some unknown force to turn to God. Like so many parts of my life, I was walking blindfolded, having to trust that it would all turn out all right. And at some point I'd see, and I'd understand. I still haven't seen, and I still don't understand. That part hasn't happened to me yet. I feel as if I'm blindfolded, but my blindfold is beginning to wear thin, and I catch glimpses of sunlight. Em and I met for lunch at our favorite French bakery. I no longer denied the progress I was making. I still had my moments. They were not pretty. Yet, increasingly, there were moments of light breaking through the dark, deep overcast. Em asked me right off, how are you, eh? Any progress to report? I was upfront with her. I am more aware of the incredible suffering existing around me. I find it miraculous so many people carry so much pain and still find it possible to function as normal, loving human beings each day. It's strange, Ray. You think we might gain wisdom without suffering, yet it is suffering that opens our eyes, our hearts, and our minds to what God has always been trying to teach us. It's a hard way to learn, Em. Everything I learned on the way to earning a doctorate Everything I've learned reading, doing research, writing referee journal articles and academic books taught me nothing about suffering. Suffering is a lived experience. It is a personal experience where grieving teaches us one of the deepest meanings of life. I'm learning that the experience of suffering is different for each one of us, and I have no right to judge the suffering of another. I've learned that people who lose a pet grieve deeply. Who am I to question the depths of their grieving and suffering? I've learned people who go through a divorce 
grieve and suffer deeply. I've learned that people who lose a friend or a sibling suffer as deeply or more deeply than I could ever imagine myself suffering. I've learned that people who lose a child suffer incredible pain. As I become more aware of the suffering of others, I am becoming more compassionate and less judgmental toward them. And I hope more compassionate and less judgmental toward myself. M smiled and said, you are becoming a different and better person than the one who entered the desert, Ray. You are emerging from the desert a wiser, more compassionate human being. Why do we have to wait for suffering to teach us this lesson, M? You are asking a question to which I have no answer. Who knows? From my experience, suffering holds the key to the heart's most secure locks. What I know, M, is that indifference to another's suffering is no longer an option for me. I keep a prayer journal on the table next to my bed. I pray for those in my prayer journal when I wake and when I go to bed. Whenever I hear of a person who is suffering, I put their names in it. If a neighbor tells me her friend is going to have a heart operation, I ask for the friend's name. I want to pray for those who are suffering. It doesn't make a difference to me if I know them or if they are a stranger to me. M reached for a handbag and slipped it over her shoulder. It was her signal she was ready to leave. She looked at me and said, I like that idea. I'm going to start a prayer journal as well. You'll be my first entry. Thanks, M. I think a walk and talk at Panther Springs will be a good thing. Can you meet me at Panther Springs tomorrow about 2 p.m.? I nodded. Ciao, M said waved to me and was off. I hope you enjoyed episode 35. If you have someone in need of prayers who is suffering, use my email and send me their first name and I'll put them in my prayer journal and pray for them. You have a great day. Never quit. Never give up. And know that tomorrow will be better than today. Good things are coming. God bless you. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to get notification of future episodes. You can also check out my blog, Looking on the Bright Side, at www.dancingalone530.com. It's all positive and uplifting. If you have any questions about my grieving experience, I want to share your grieving experience with me. Please email me at ray.breeze, B-R-E-S-E, at gmail.com. Have a great day. Stay strong and never quit. Never give up.